Welcome to Honor the Grind podcast. This is the show where you learn how to transform the reaches of ideas into real life value. And now, with no further ado, your host, renowned worldwide speaker and one of the best mentors in the UK, David Brett Williams. Hi, David Brett Williams here with the Honor the Grind podcast, the podcast where you recognize that it takes effort and hard work to achieve your dreams. Today, I'm covering how to live each day with optimism. In this podcast, I will present the benefits of optimism and three steps you can take to think more optimistically on a daily basis. There is a growing body of evidence that being optimistic about life has measurable benefits, not just for your mental health, but for your physical well-being too. Scientific studies have shown that as you become more optimistic, your life will improve in all sorts of ways. You're even likely to have a longer life just from being more hopeful and positive. Among, among the many benefits of being optimistic are optimists are healthier. Optimists not only rate their own health and well-being as better, but studies have also shown that optimists have better mental and physical health than pessimists. In a study of the effects of positive psychological well-being, optimism was found to be the most significant predictor of improved heart health. Optimists also have lower blood pressure and cholesterol and a lower risk of developing heart disease. But it doesn't stop there. Optimists live longer. A study by the University of Pittsburgh found that of the 100,000 women studied over eight years, optimists were less likely to die from any cause than women with a more pessimistic outlook. This was confirmed by a later Harvard study that showed the women who had a positive outlook had a much lower risk of dying from serious illness. And when I say much lower risk, I am talking about nearly 30% less. Optimists are happier. A bit of a no-brainer, as it might seem obvious that an optimist would be happier than a pessimist. But it has been shown that optimists are not just sunnier in their dispositions, but they are measurably happier in their relationships, their jobs, and in life in general. They deal better with stress, are more resilient in bad times, and produce less cortisol. That's the stress hormone that leads to inflammation and a lowered immune system. Optimists have smoother career paths. Researchers from Duke University found that the optimistic MBA graduates they studied were more likely to find a job, earn a higher starting salary, and have more frequent promotions than the pessimists in the group. Optimists also deal better with the negative feedback, seeing it as an opportunity to improve and to increase the chance of promotion in the future. Now, when I found that one, it surprised me. Being optimistic is the key to a smoother career path. If the health and happiness benefits don't win you over, then the monetary one might. Optimists roll with the punches. Life's adversities do not crush an optimist. They remain hopeful about the future. Optimism helps you deal with whatever limiting beliefs you have developed and shows you a way out. Being positive about life's possibilities means you focus on what you can do. This boosts your confidence and makes you more likely to look for constructive solutions. It stops you feeling stuck or at the mercy of other people. When you're optimistic, you know you can do it. The research is out there and it tells us that if we're optimistic, we are healthier, we live longer, we are happier, we have smoother career paths, and we deal with life's inevitable challenges more effectively. Logically, we should all jump on the optimist bandwagon and stay on it. And chances are you knew that before hearing those five compelling reasons to be optimistic. 
then why aren't more people optimistic if we know the benefits? Maybe it is because they don't know how to train their brain to think optimistically. And that is what I want to dip into now, because you can absolutely reset your mindset to think more optimistically. Scientists have, scientists have found that negative or positive mindset is only about 25% inheritable. The rest is dependent on the environment, especially the atmosphere where you grew up. I want to repeat that. Your disposition, your preference towards optimism and positivity or pessimism and negativity is only 25% genetic or inherited. That means 75% can be altered. Three quarters is down to you. No more excuses that this is just the way I am. But not surprisingly, loving, supportive families are inclined to encourage optimistic children, while tense, dysfunctional families create children with a pessimistic view of the world. But growing up in a difficult circumstances doesn't condemn you to a lifelong pessimism. You can choose to develop optimism, and there are some excellent reasons to do just that. Like I said earlier, research shows that being optimistic pays off in better health, greater resilience to stress, more career success, and even a longer life. And it's not that hard to start building your optimism muscles right now. Here are three simple strategies to help you train your brain to be more positive. You can work on your self-talk. Now, self-talk is your internal dialogue. It's influenced by your subconscious mind, and it reveals your thoughts, beliefs, questions, and ideas. Self-talk can be both negative and positive. It can be encouraging, and it can be distressing. As you've probably figured out by now, much of your self-talk depends on your personality. If you're an optimist, your self-talk may be more hopeful and positive. The opposite is generally true if you tend to be a pessimist. Getting stuck in a rut of negative self-talk is easy. So many of our negative beliefs, especially self-beliefs, were laid down in early childhood. They've become part of the background, so much so that you might not even realize you're doing it. If it is safe to do so, sit back and close your eyes for a moment and think about how you talk to yourself. Do you beat yourself up when things go wrong? Do you think that deep down you're lazy or stupid? Before you can learn to practice more positive self-talk, you must first identify negative thinking. This negative thinking and self-talk generally falls into four categories. You have personalizing, when you blame yourself for everything. You have magnifying, when you focus on on the negative aspects of a situation, ignoring any and all of the positive. You have catastrophizing, when you expect the worst and you really let logic or reason persuade you otherwise. And you have polarizing, you see the world in black and white or good and bad. There's nothing in between and no middle ground for processing and categorizing life's events. When you begin to recognize your types of negative thinking, you can work to turn them into positive thinking. This requires practice and time and won't happen overnight. The good news is that it can be done. A 2012 study shows that even small children can learn to correct negative self-talk. Focus on the future. Optimists have their eye on the future. Whether your past is a good thing or a bad thing, it can hold you back if you dwell on it for too long. No matter what the present circumstances, optimists expect that good things and more opportunities are just around the corner. They stay hopeful and positive that things will not just work out, but they'll be better. Often stay on track with their long-term goals while getting the day-to-day -day work done, and that gives them a greater feeling of control over their lives. Optimists don't stay stuck in the past or brood over what they might have done wrong or what people did to them. Let your past 
be a stepping stone to your next success, not an anchor in which you think you have to stay. It's time to get over the past, no matter how good or how bad, and start focusing on the future. You can look for the good things. In his book, Hardwiring Happiness, the New Brain Science of Contentment, Calm, and Confidence, Rick Hansen explains that our brains don't automatically recognize the good for two reasons. First, there isn't a stimulus to catch your attention, usually in something good. Um, there's no threat, there's no fear, there's nothing to make your brain stand up and take notice. Your brain doesn't automatically note all the bad things that didn't happen. Second, through a process called habituation, your brain filters out the everyday happenings that don't change every day, whether it's the refrigerator's constant hum or, thankfully, the routine absence of major disasters in our daily lives. While habituation is an efficient use of your brain's neural resources, it causes a lot of the good that's around us all the time to simply go unnoticed. According to Hansen, to counteract the brain's natural tendency, we have to look for, put emphasis on, and create good experiences. To do this, you have to become aware of what good is present in your life and make the thought an embodied experience accompanied by good feelings, sensations, desires, and actions. Hansen is not talking about making anything up here. He only asks that we see what's true and already right there in front of our eyes. It's a simple shift in perspective. Noticing the good doesn't mean denying the unfortunate realities. It means choosing to focus your attention on anything that could yield a positive experience. You can train your brain to be on the lookout for the good things in your life, big or small. Being grateful for what you have now makes you more able to expect and receive good things in the future. Being grateful brings more positivity into your life and diffuses dissatisfaction. The demon of pessimism is getting defeated. Face up to the many compelling reasons why you should turn pessimism into optimism. But are you up to the challenge? If you are, then you have three ways to shift your mindset to positivity and it will take dedication and discipline. Those three ways were work on your self-talk, focus on the future, look for the good things. If you want ongoing support in this journey, then look on my website. There is an absolute ton of material on mindset and you can register for the free webinar too. Until we meet again, get out there each and every single day and be outstanding. You've been listening to the Honor the Grind podcast, the number one audio production show for people who want to get their personal and professional development to the next level. Subscribe to our podcast on SoundCloud or iTunes and catch our next episode.